What up, what up? It's your boy E, and welcome to 99 Problems, and a pod ain't one. You can find me on Twitter at AthleteBurner, A-T-H-L-E-T-E-B-U-R-N-E-R. And just hit me up if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the pod or how I do anything else, I guess. <laughs> this episode is, is one of a three-part series that uh, I'm calling, So You Want to Write a Review, Huh? I mean, basically, if I'm just going to be real, real rap one-on-one, there's a lot of facts and myths out there. But, you know, I, I can say with my experience over the past 20 years, I've wrote a review or two. I haven't been on a review board since 2017, so it's been a while. But what I will say is I left them for that exact reason, because things have changed. A once chill community got toxic real quick. And you can see it was us versus them and, and the pettiness. And it's just it just wasn't what I was trying to vibe with. It may work for others, though. Um, admin stuff, as usual. Next week, I plan to be in Chicago praying I can get this woman on here. If even just to say hi and bye. Um, if not, then oh well. I'll tell you who she was. But I'm sure if you follow me, you probably know who that is. Number two. Um... I'm going to be interviewed soon and you will hear it on someone else's podcast. And I might as well say who it is now because, I mean, I've linked her a thousand times, Mrs. Storm. And I look forward to that. I'm really excited. Her knowledge is is unmatched, in my opinion. Um, but she's not the only podcast I listen to. There are many others. Um, Tank has one, the, the full service podcast. He just had an episode with Anaya, I believe her name is, and I... When I tell you it's one of those that you can sell the chemistry. I thought that this woman had been doing this for quite a while. Turns out like that was her first time. But I mean, I told her you should probably consider doing this more often because you have a voice for it. And God, if nothing else, fellas, if, if you're in Atlanta, my goodness, I have not yet had the opportunity of having her as a companion. But that does not mean that I won't try because yikes, um, nothing but good, nothing but good. Moving right along. Okay. The thirst is done, I promise. Going right into today's episode. Review board culture. I could have started with so many other things, and this is part two of of a pod that I tried the first time around, and it was just so much that I saw myself getting out of control, and I have real bad ADHD, so I apologize if a topic starts one way and then goes somewhere else completely. My homeboy put me on blast. He knows who he is in the DMs, bro. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm prepared today, though, bro. I got you. I got you. Um, so let's go over the first part, and that's uh, getting consent. If you don't have the woman's consent, fellas, who you plan to review, then what is we really doing here? Whose validation do you seek if... She tells you I'm not comfortable with you writing a review about me. If we don't start from that very basic standpoint, then the rest of this pod, you might as well not even listen to it because you're not going to get it or you're not going to care. When I was reviewing back in the day, when I had a lady and we had a good time. Hey, would you like me to write a review? She said yes. Then yes. If the time wasn't so well, I was honest about it. Like, look, I don't I think certain elements could have been done better, but, you know, I gave the situation time to breathe because any position you take in an instant 
can have a long-term lasting effect. I didn't sitting in the room and go, you know, you could have done this and I ain't tripping, but boom, and here comes a bad review. No, 48 hours later, this is back in 2003. So when I say this, you know, whatever, here was an email. Hey, um, about our experience, you know, it felt this kind of way. What were your thoughts on this? What could I have done better as a client to get better at that? That way, you know, I express it because it was somebody who I wanted to see again. I took the time. I did the research to see them. So obviously I want to see them again, but I want to know, is that experience isolated or is that what you normally do without going to specifics? Because I know specifics will happen later on in this podcast. It will. But I just wanted to give a generic as to why I did not post negative reviews. And I got hell from it. I got all kinds of hell from it, from you know, fellow gents like, you know, hey, bro, give us the full story. I'm like, you know, if she has a chance and I have a chance to reconcile this, I'm going to take every opportunity because I don't want to burn a bridge that you can't cross back again. We're a very close knit community, even online today. You know, I mean, you notice this is a very close knit community in your in your areas, in your towns, because I know a lot of people aren't on the social media platforms like IG or Twitter or TikTok or, or or YouTube or whatever. They're not on those. So or Facebook, you know, I'm not on Facebook at all, but there are many who are on and they have these communities. You begin to bond and in said process, you know, you don't want to be that rotten apple spoiling the whole thing because you had something negative to say. So my best attempt was to get the consent. Because if I had consent, she knew what I was going to say. And oftentimes it was always positive. Because here's the thing, guys. This is their business. Do you want me writing a Yelp review about how you do your job, how you sell your car insurance, or how you sell those cell phones, or or make those business deals that affect millions? Do you want me to write a review on some website going, you know, Chuck was good with his customer service, but his flaw was this, 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 and this? No, because that could affect your income down the line. So you want to give them every benefit of the doubt that they have a chance of redemption. If it's bad and if it's good, you know, let them know, Hey, I want to, I want to big you up. And if she says no deal, because honestly, if she says no, she has her reasons. Chief amongst those is I don't want any website with my name or a link to my website implicating me in what's considered an illegal act in the United States. Um, Newsflash, while satirical, because I know some sites say that this is still an illegal act and reporting on it and linking to someone puts in jeopardy their livelihood. Don't be that guy. If they're open about it and they understand and the website has security protocols, totally different. But if not, you don't got consent. That's it. That's done. No review. If you get it. Understand. There's. A way to write a review and a way to be an ass. There are two totally different things, which is my second segment. Write based on your experience, based on the level of comfort that she's okay with. Let her see it first. Don't hit enter. Um, Herm Edwards for ESPN would tell young NFL athletes, don't hit send. You know, find you somebody who can read that thing first, preferably the woman who you were with, because if she gave you consent, you know, she's understanding and agreeing with you that it was at least a good enough or great experience to where going out helps her and it makes you like a respectable gent. So 
before you hit enter, before you hit send, write that thing and then send it to her and go, hey, what did you think? If it matters because it keeps you on a certain status on the review board, I get that. But if not, look, you're putting you're doing more harm to the community just throwing out a review that wasn't vetted properly. Give her a chance to be a part of that process because she was a part of the process when you booked her or him. No judgment. So it should go both ways. Just my two cents. But I think if you involve them in it, it builds more than it hurts. Um, and I can't emphasize enough. You don't have to get in the pissing contest. Meaning that because you read someone else's review and they talked about all the bells, chains, whips and whistles. What what happened to discretion? Um, discretion where we don't have to do that. We don't have to be the next guy up again. This is a self-serving community that we as men sometimes go left with so much so that we actually write a review about our self-serving purpose. <laughs> you know, think about that. You invite all these people into your intimate act because you wanted to write it down for the world to see. And the, the ass backwards logic behind this exceeds. And I was part of that. So if it makes me sound like a hypocrite, I'm telling you now, I understand, which is another reason why I left. Um, so you've got consent. She's helped you write it. Going back to another part I may have missed, but it's part of this. Clients, gents, and companions and providers reading this. Understand that if one of us are on these sites or at least lurking them and reading them, it's part of the research process that we do. Because there are women, not all, so we're all on the same page, who will only give you a real brief description and that's it. And they're not on too many other websites. So in order to get a feel of what they are from price perspective and to know that they're a real person, because that's a thing. You could be talking to a bot, a pimp, a scammer. You know, the review boards identify. They help. And some ladies actually use them as verification, too. So, ladies, if you're listening to this and you're saying don't use a review board for verification, understand I would not say it if I did not see it. There are women who will say you know, I am on OH2 or I am on um, SE, SE Review, blah, blah, blah. You can find me there. There are women who will say, I will only see you if you have been referenced by two ladies off of said review site. Thus saying, we agree with the culture, use it to your advantage. So it helps as part of the research process. You have to, as gents, really research because nobody wants to be on the front page. Ladies, the same thing. Do you really want to be on somebody's front page with handcuffs on because you was part of some big sting because you weren't real or there was a cop on said page, which, oh, by the way, happens frequently. So it legitimizes who you are when it's worked the right way. Fellas, I say that also to say do not take one man's review lightly there are some who really do have not lightly let me say take it with a grain of salt because that's a better term grain of salt there are some guys out there man who are just vindictive and before you say what he said was gospel click on his name and see who else he has wrote about he could have a legit bias and in his bias he can write very awkwardly or very uh disproportionately against somebody you know in school we learn about 
threats to validity. And one of the threats to validity validity is bias. It's it's how do I know that you're valid if you're constantly crushing on black women or crushing on Hispanic women or Asian women or white women because you don't like how they do said thing and how they do it. You know, your bias can show. And if it shows, it's going to show in your writing. And it's hard to give you any kind of credence if you're doing that. Um, when I'm looking for sources, when I'm writing these uh, these briefs and these policies, what I do not do is look for someone who is so hard lined on one thing. I'm looking for an opposing view. Hence the reason why I say, you know, understanding that this guy might be angry Allen and angry Allen always writes a negative review. You know, if you are into a certain going another another co-segment into the research, if you're looking for a certain thing, odds are there's a client who's just like you looking for that same. So if your thing is BBWs and BBWs who are Hispanic, you know, there's probably a client who only ever sees them and that's all he ever reviews on. Now, that being said, again, grain of salt, because and I say that for my for my women reading, because they don't get a fair shot on this. And this is this is problematic in the review culture. There are three sides to every story. There's the truth, your truth and that other person's truth. How you define what happened may not be how she saw it, how she defines how it happened on her side may not necessarily be how you saw it, but there is a truth in the middle. There will be certain elements in C.A. review that are factual, maybe the location, the time, the price, um, the services provided. And then in the middle, that's where the mud and the water just takes over. I cannot emphasize enough research specificities like, hmm, this guy only sees X clients. This guy may only see that client. This guy always has negative reviews or, and yes, there are guys who only rate positive things because they're not trying to hurt anybody. Oh, and my best are the liars who have not seen a lady, but took the time to write a review because they just don't like her. She may have made a comment on another section and you know, you want the surefire way to make this transactional start writing negative or lies that never happens and, and see how fast, It'll become you guys are lobbyists and we are providers. There is no middle ground. Um, and does it happen? Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, it does. Um, but you just got to be careful because it happens so often that you got to start reading a third eye or don't go on review boards at all. I'll get into that later on, too. All right. Moving right along. Um, be respectful. Be respectful. You didn't write the review. Don't comment on it. You don't have to cape for your favorite. Trust me, you're not helping her in that process. Um, if anything, it probably makes you look like a hero, a, a, a someone who's going to do this. And oftentimes other guys will read it as, oh, that's her pimp. <laughs> or oh, he just doing it to do that. Be done with it. There are moderators of that man for a reason. They're not great. And I'm telling you this now. Um, part of the reason I left review boards is because some will say keep it as is. I've seen this actually on another thread, and I wanted to bring it up. You know, and it's very true. They'll say keep that up as is, and if she wants to dig herself out of it, a couple of good reviews to change it. Well, not if she's being ganged up and bullied on. 
That's completely, that's bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit because if that's the case, and it happens on both sides. Campaigns may not like a certain campaign. Clients may not like her. They may gang up behind and, and DM and PM each other and go, hey, boom, knock her out the box with these horrible reviews. And that's it. Now she's going to fight to rebrand because she was ganged and bullied on, internet bullied. It happens. It happens with clients. You know, hey, bro, every time you post a review, you know, it's always about this one girl. I don't know if I can see her because you consistently post a review on Jane Doe. If you have over 10 reviews on Jane Doe, we get it. You like seeing her. You know, but there are people who, who are reading between the lines on everything. So I say be cautious on that. But when I say be respectful, if they put that junk up there, it's not your fight. You know, your fight is to go and do your research to, to invalidate the BS, but you don't have to be a part of, of giving it life to live. The way algorithms work is once you respond to something on certain some of these websites, it pushes it to the top. You know, if, if you smush it down, it goes down. Now, some of them have it where if you click on the lady's name, the reviews will pop up on there. I believe if they're going to keep these boards up, it would help if the women had a chance to do their side. Because, and again, I say this, there are three truths. But what kind of bass backwards society do we live in where all you can do, even Yelp and the other ones that we say, well, if I were going here, they have a chance to fit Google. We'll let them go. I'm sorry. You feel this way. What kind of make you feel better? These women are screwed, especially. And I don't speak to the women in big cities like Atlanta, Chicago, New York, you know, Houston, Miami. These are the ones in the small towns who that one bad review is setting them up and you can't do nothing after that. And the only way you can can come back is rebranding of some sort. That's a bum rap, fellas, because you wouldn't want that happening to you. But you have no problem doing it to someone else. That is why the transition from hobbyist to gent is so difficult for some. Another segment in and of itself. But I will say the biggest mistake I noticed, I know because I did it, was assuming that how I speak to you and how I interact with you and things that you said when you were on the review board translate to the social media platforms. They do not. It's a whole different way to talk, a whole different way to communicate, a whole different way to do things. There's no moderator who can delete posts and, and, and elevate your status or give you platinum level, you know, things of like that. On these open sourced social media sites, guess what? What you say lingers and they have a right to defend themselves there. So it changes the whole aspect of it. Also, it's fair. It's a fair process because. You can see someone for who they really are based on their social media tactics. And I would say it's almost better than a review because you see who the client is, how they act, how they interact, what their interests are. And you see what the companion is for that exact same thing. You know exactly what they do, who they are, how they be. And it only does is enhance the experience. So if you're reviewing, though, I disagree with that culture as a whole because it does lead to toxic tendencies. Be respectful. Understand that some fights aren't yours. Get consent. Yes, make it part of your research. And uh, look for patterns. All the things that we covered today. If you can do that, I believe that at least for this first part, you'll have it. Um, I'll close by saying the next segment is going to be a little bit more graphic. 
But I mean, this is a site where we talk about client life, so that shit shouldn't surprise you, right? Um, we're gonna go weaponizing reviews, and we're gonna go over, you know, the other things reviewed on review board sites because Newsflash they review it all. Um, and we'll just touch on do's and don'ts because I think there's a lot that can be said on the do's and don'ts, but you just got to be mindful and careful. Um, before I close, I want to give some shout outs. Man, this shit ain't easy. Um, this part one took three, four hours to come up with and to edit and get right and read it and listen and do it again to add segments. For all the content creators out there, I do not know how you do it, but the respect is huge because it's not easy, man. Um, getting people to come on the show. I got a couple lined up. That took work because you have to have something out there from listening and go, oh, I see where he's going. Respect. I'm going to do my thing. Um, shout out to y'all because this is, this is quite the legwork. Everyone else, hey, man, thank you for listening. I say this over and over again. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems. But this pot ain't one. Peace.